0: It's another Sling TV Sunday, and I'm Alex Garrett. Why do we do that? Well, I'll tell you why. Because my affiliate partner, Sling TV, offers you Red Zone action all day long, as always, on a Sunday. On a Sunday. So, jump on Sling right now. You know, you can get, I believe, half off your first month right now. If you just give it a try and watch NFL Red Zone from Sling TV, I have the link in the description. But my Sling TV Sunday is more focused on what's happening in baseball. We'll talk with Lou Terminello this week on Terminello's take. We're starting to get a rhythm here, see? But, but, there are a couple audio bits I want to play. Firstly, the Yanks are down 3-0. And I know I mentioned this on my other Podcast from earlier this morning, that get to Monday should be the three words of inspiration for the Yankees, and that's it. Get to Monday. No excuses. Get to Monday. Someone who offered some uh, thoughts on all of this before Game Three yesterday, and as a time, as a, as a bad boy for the Yankees was Raymond Avila. And um Raymond was kind enough of to join me outside Yankee Stadium and talk about his time as a bat boy, his favorite memory, and what's up next around the corner for the Yankees. Oh, and don't forget Aaron Judge's sixth chase for sixty two, what he thought as a fan and a former bat boy of the Yankees.
1: What's it mean to be a bat boy of the Yankees? Just that whole
2: alumni association basically. Yeah, well basically um I used to stand outside Yankee Stadium by the executive offices, uh, getting autographs back in 1968, 69, 70. 70, I started going to the stadium a lot, uh, a lot to the games. Uh, sometimes the security officers, they used to let me in. Sometimes I didn't have a ticket, so they would give me a free ticket, and I would get in. Um, then and then uh, the winter of 70, I started sending letters to... Uh, Howard Burke, who was the senior vice president of the Yankees at that time, and Pat Kelly, who was in charge of the bad boys. So I went for an interview in early March of 71, and they said, well, right now we don't have a position for you, but if we get something, uh, we will definitely call you. So at the time, Frank LaBoy, who was the the, um, bad boy for the Yankees, uh, left in August to go back to school. So he asked me, uh, would you like to replace me? And I said, sure. So he spoke to Howard, and he said, listen, Ray should be the next bad boy in line. I mean, he came for the interview. He was a good candidate. Uh, What do you think? So he says, okay, fine. So they called me, they sent me a letter, and they told me to come in. At that time, we used to get paid $12 a game. Uh, It was a great experience being a bad boy i was only a bad boy from august and september the next season they they got new bad boys
1: well you come to mind because you know the bad boy for the yankees this year was featured when aaron judge hit home run 62. so imagine being in his shoes like what did, did you get
2: to talk with them at all during this whole season what, what's that been like watching? with the bad boys yeah no i haven't got a chance to talk to them yet but uh, when I get a chance, probably tomorrow, I'm going to get a chance to talk oh,
1: to him. What's your thoughts to 62 as well? I mean, it, if you were there right now as a bad boy, would you be nervous? or Would you stay calm? Like, oh, you're well, dealing with all these guys. Well, you
2: know, I mean, um, I would be um, a little bit nervous. I would say, you know, when is he going to hit it? Is he going to hit it? I mean, because that is historic. I wish that he would have hit it in Yankee Stadium. That would have been great, like Roger Maris did in 61. Sure. But, you know, a lot, a lot ties into this. You know, he's wearing 99, uh, he broke his record, you know? So, I mean, a lot ties into that. He also broke it on game 161, the address Ga- of Yankee Stadium. Game City. 161, the all address right. of Yankee Stadium. And, and you
1: know, you've been around all these different players through the years. Favorite moment just before game three that you wanna share with us? Even if it's a playoff moment.
2: My favorite moment uh, that I remember was uh, in November, uh, right when it struck November, uh, when Derek Jeter, 2001, when he hit the home run. Yeah, that's okay? special. And then that's when he, he was labeled Mr. November. And then for you personally, a bad boy, any favorite
1: moment as a bad boy? That
2: would be uh, favorite things? moments as a bad boy? Yeah. Well, one of my favorite moments was uh, basically when uh, Billy Martin was manager of the Tigers. Okay. That I was standing in front of the door, and he lost to the Yankees, and he came in busting the door down, and... He turned the, the, the table full of food over uh, and the players were mad because they were hungry and they couldn't eat because all the food was on the way. So you want to eat? Eat now. Eat like animals. You deserve to eat like animals. That's great. Now, you have a press pass. So obviously, you've been around this organization now since the 70s. So what's it mean to stay in the
1: Yankee family,
2: if you will? Well, basically, uh, it, it's, well, it's good. It's good. It's good to be back here. Uh, I haven't been back here for a while. Uh, I've been mostly covering uh, the National League, the Mets, okay. but um, now for the playoffs this year, I'm back here, and, you know, I, 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 I like the moment of being here, Very back good. at Yankee Stadium, at, at the new Yankee Stadium, at George Steinbrenner's Yankee Stadium, Derek Gita's Yankee Stadium. That's because right. Because this is not the house that Ruth built. The house that Ruth built was across the street. So That's this right. is the house that Steinbrenner and Derek Gita built. And you actually were, by boy in the pre-renovated Yankee Stadium. In the stadium pre- well. Re- pre-renovated
1: pre Yankee Stadium, Yes. And, you know, it sort of looks like it now with the old uh, facade up there. Anyway, Raymond, thanks so much. Thank you. Enjoy the home series. Thank you. you. Well,
0: we'll see how much there is to enjoy after tonight. But um, that was very special to talk to Ray Avila. He wanted me to remind listeners that was during the Horace Clark era. And then there's another soundbite. See, I'm so baseball-focused. I don't remember that the Giants play the Jaguars today and that, I don't know, The Jets also coming in today as well, Uh, looking to keep going against the Broncos. Giants at 1, Jets at 4 because they're in Denver. Finally, some separation for a few weeks here. It was all at 1 o'clock, so I'm glad there was some separation. But (laughs) staying on the baseball track for a moment, A.J. Nola has been reached out a lot. The father of Aaron Nola and Austin Nola. Who are the Nola brothers? Well, Aaron is doing a hell of a job with the Phillies. And Austin Nola is actually in the starting lineup as a catcher for the Padres. So what's it like for the Nola family, AJ and Stacy, to watch this battle? For now, the National League pennant. Phillies are one game away, and boy... I say ring the bell. You know why not? Into the World Series, but for Aaron Nola and Austin Nola's father, AJ, it's a little more nerve wracking. Here's what he had to say to NBC Sports, I believe, when they were in San Diego.
1: But I, I mean, I got a little, I got a little sneaky going on here, just a, just a, just a little sneak. <laughs> I'm thinking very serious about putting the Phillies when Aaron's pitching and you know that's my youngest baby boy you know I gotta support him you know <laughs> yeah I'm gonna I'm be a, a rack of nerves man I'm, I don't know uh if my heart can take much more of this I mean last year they faced each other uh, one game and in this early this year I think in maybe June they faced it again and and those were fun games this is this is a tale of two cities that won a championship So it's a little bit more serious. So I'm I'm nervous.
0: And so there you have it. Audio courtesy of NBC Sports' TikTok. Tale of two cities. The chilled out yet very, uh, you know, chilled out San Diego vibe. Versus the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia. And at the heart of it all. I mean at the heart of it all. Are these two brothers facing off against each other and the stakes for the pennant race and the underdog story? Who would have thought the Phillies would win against the Braves? (laughs) Okay. Cardinals, well, that was a toss up, I feel like. But the Padres, who would have thought they would take down not only the Mets, but the Dodgers? The Dodgers! And yet, here we are, Robbie Thompson and the Phillies on the precipice of the World Series. Bryce Harper again on the precipice of a World Series. Let's see how this goes, guys. Let's see. Although, I I should say not again because actually, the Nationals won the World Series after Bryce left. So, here he gets a chance to really be in the World Series. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. I love that city. It is my second city. It is my second favorite sports town to New York. And I'm not a Big Eagle fan, but I'll tell you what. The Phillies are in it, and the Yankees are not after this tonight or even tomorrow. Of course I'm going to wear my Phillies stuff, thanks to Fanatics, and I'll maybe watch it on the go, thanks to Sling TV. But for now, speaking of sling, I got a link in the bio, half off today, to watch the NFL. What week are we? What week is this already? Holy crap, week seven. Week seven, people. And the Giants are five and one, taking a five and one record in Jacksonville. Yes, Sam Spence, I am hyped up right now. (laughs) Enjoy the NFL on Sling TV. And maybe catch the clincher for the Phillies while you're at it. And the Yankees. Try and survive. Down three games to nothing. Boy, oh boy. Take us out, Sling. Thanks so much for listening to this Sling TV Sunday, Episode 4.